Hello, Earth Angels. Welcome back to another episode of Alignment Academy. It's your host, Kristen. And if you're new here, I'm so excited for us to embark on this journey together. I know we'll be spending a lot of time together from now until hopefully the end of the century. And I am a mindset, intuitive business guide, and angelic channel. I love blending the worlds of spirituality, business, mindset, because the truth is it's all the same thing. Business is actually just a spiritual journey. It's just here to help you ascend. And when you can look at it in that lens, no trigger, nothing is ever bad because you know it's actually just gonna give you more of what you want when you get on the other side of it. Today, we have a pretty juicy episode, not gonna lie. If you're new here, this year has been my year of in-person events. And I have two retreats on the books. I had just had my Joshua Tree retreat literally four days ago I got back and I have another retreat in Costa Rica in May called Cosmic CEO. If you actually do want to come to Costa Rica, it is still open for application only. Cosmic CEO is for spiritual entrepreneurs who are ready to fully step into their soul's purpose, do the deep healing work, and also connect with their soul family. It is going to be fun, vibes, feel like vacation, but also like you're with your soul sisters that you just reconnected with on earth for the first time. Like It's going to be literally so epic. It's in Costa Rica, May 17th through 24th. Yeah, we have some spots left. So if you're interested in applying for Cosmic CEO, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok, say Cosmic, and I'll give you more information along with the application. And I hope to see you there. But this particular podcast episode is all about Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree was a fucking portal. Truthfully, you're going to hear a lot of times in this episode, I brought on my co-host and my best friend, Brianna, for us to hopefully recap it in the best way that we could. A lot of times we're at a loss for words because truly the in-person experience, it's so potent and dynamic that sometimes you just can't do it justice to describe it. And there were a lot of times before I recorded this podcast where I was like, should I even try to explain what happened to Joshua Tree? Because it felt so sacred. It was like, almost doing it a disservice if I even tried to explain it. But I also think that this is gonna activate a lot of people and open people's minds. There were just a lot of moments that it felt like it was an initiation, not only for the woman there, but for me as well. And I feel like I am not the same person who came back from Joshua Tree. The portal that is Joshua Tree just honestly never disappoints. Every time I go to Joshua Tree, I leave and I'm like, I'm not the same. I'm not the same. So with that being said, I'm really excited to kind of give you an inside conversation of me and Brie unpacking Joshua Tree, unpacking the transformation that we went through because something that I shared with the woman that were at the retreat so much because I, I did share what was going on like with me in the retreat, which you'll hear about, like I was basically getting like upgraded spiritually while they were getting upgraded spiritually is that sometimes when we have imposter syndrome, it's easy to be like, well, I'm not good enough yet like to hold the space or to do this yet. But how source consciousness works, how evolvement works on planet earth is sometimes me helping you evolve is also helping me evolve. You know what I mean? So like your initiation is also my initiation. And so sometimes we just have to walk through fear and do things before we're ready, which definitely was the case with this Joshua Tree retreat. I mean, if you told me a year ago I was going to be hosting a plant medicine retreat in Joshua Tree, I would have been like, no, I'm not. That's literally not me. And the amount of trust, surrender, grief, just the amount of deep inner work and healing that had to go into this year for me to come out the other side as this version. Oh man, it's a lot, but it also all makes sense now. Like everything that I've been through in the last year, and actually since I was 17 years old on this spiritual path, it's all starting to click into place for me. So I love this podcast because I really feel like you guys get to feel the behind the scenes and the authenticity on my journey and see that like I'm evolving right here with you guys. I tell you guys to do inner child work. I tell you guys to do shadow work, but the truth is that I'm doing it right beside you. I'm never telling you guys to do something that I haven't done myself. I'm also like inviting you to do something that scares you. Do something that really fucking scares you because I was so scared to host this retreat there were a lot of moments where me and Brie were like, I can we do this? But on the other side of fear is everything that you could ever desire in this lifetime. I'm telling you guys, like, 
Joe Dispenza, I always talk about Joe Dispenza, but Joe Dispenza says this thing where he's like, the unknown has never let me down. And I always wanted to be like, I want to feel that. I want to feel that like I trust in the unknown so much. And I feel like I'm finally getting there where I feel this full body, like (sighs) surrender into the unknown and being like, it feels good here. Cause I know that when I'm in the unknown, everything turns out better than I could ever imagined with my human brain. And that's the thing about the unknown. It's the, it's the field of infinite potentials. And if you really surrender to it, you are going to find so much peace, so much clarity, so much more of everything on the other side. Like truly on the other side of my deepest heartbreak, the biggest black void of my life is like so much more purpose, so much more love, so much more money, so much more fun, so much more me. It's so much more of me. And I could have never gotten here if I was holding on to my past version of myself still. So I know someone needs to hear that. Trust in the unknown. And the more that you trust, the more it's going to turn out beautifully. And I just think that, you know, the trust that you have for yourself to make it through is going to mirror your trust in God that everything is going to work out okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. There's so much more I want to share. Like the woman on this retreat had so many transformations, even now like that they've gotten home, they've all been taking action and like having massive quantum leaps. So I want to have a few of them on just so we can unpack it. But guys, if your soul is calling you to do something scary, like sign up for a program or start a business or go on a retreat, fucking do it. Like you're doing your soul a disservice by not listening to it, truly. There's so many people that don't have the opportunity to have have opportunities like this. And I always look at that like if I have the capacity to follow my purpose, it's my responsibility too. Because I look at like my grandmother, for example, she was just trying to survive. She was just trying to feed her kids. She couldn't follow her soul's purpose. She just needed to work in a restaurant. But she gave me the opportunity to have choices. And if you have the choice to follow your purpose, if you have the means, it is your responsibility. You do need to do it. You need to go all in because your mission is so important. Your mission is not only for you, but all the people that you're going to help with it. And I know that if I didn't follow mine, you literally wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. So I hope this gave you a little bit of an activation and a little fire under your ass. That's what I'm good for. And I hope you enjoy this episode. I love you guys and I'll see you on the other side. So Joshua Tree. <laughs> Joshua Tree. What about it? Girl, I don't even know where we start with like telling the story. I guess we should start at the beginning. Yeah, I think uh, we should just start about the fact that we brought ourselves there. Yeah. Okay. So it's October. I think it's like October, maybe what's before October? September. <laughs> September. <laughs> And I am craving a little heroic dose. And for those of you, go ahead. Sorry, it was for sure September when you said that, because I remember I went to Morocco and then you're like, are you going to be able to do this right after Morocco? And I went to Morocco October 15th and that was planned on October 1st. So we had planned Joshua Tree before I left, before we even booked Morocco. So it wasn't September. Yeah. So in September, when it's time to work with the mushrooms, I feel like it's just like this little inkling of a feeling. It's very like intuitive. You're just like, I think I need a dose. Like, I think I need to go in. And I had been feeling that for a couple weeks. And I knew that I wanted to guide myself through the mushroom journey. And I want to explain why I wanted to do this, because if you know about my past, like my 2023, it was just a really a a year of building self-worth. But the way that mushroom trips work, at least for me, is that it mirrors life in a lot of ways. So like whatever you're going to experience in that mushroom trip is essentially like what happens. You're going to take that same, those same lessons, those same things, and you're going to bring them out into your life. And so I knew that if I could hold myself with nobody trip sitting me or not in a ceremony setting, if I could hold myself through my own mushroom trip, I was like, it would just be like the biggest initiation. And you know me, I'm an Aries. I wanted to be initiated. Mm-hmm. So that's why I actually asked you. I was like, okay, the only person that would be crazy enough to like go to the middle of the desert alone and like do a mushroom trip with me is probably Brianna. And mm-hmm. I remember being like, I need to do it right before the beginning of the year. So I feel fucking amazing going into 2024. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're like, okay, so are you down to go to Joshua Tree to do a big dose? Like, and I was like, yeah. So I guess a little backstory uh, is... My history is like, I have done a lot of mushroom ceremonies. Most of them have been guided, but the very first one I ever did was completely alone. And so after doing the one completely alone, again, I don't really recommend this, (laughs) um, but it's a major 
initiation for your soul. If that's like, if that's, that's your journey calling you. Yeah. Yeah. If that's your path, like holy there's life before a solo mushroom trip and life after a solo mushroom trip, literally. So she reaches out to me and she's like, I want to do it. Do you want to do a heroic dose with me? And I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Like I hadn't been like super itching, but it felt good to like do it before the new year, start refreshed, start cleansed and like all the things. And then I ended up going on a whole additional journey in the middle of the Sahara Desert. That was a crazy also initiation. two weeks before. (laughs) To Morocco um, and Madrid. And that was a crazy initiation in itself for me. And so when when I got back, at first I was like, I don't know if I need a full mushroom trip. I was like, that was a lot. Maybe I I don't need to go all the way in. And then like literally like the the five days leading up to the mushroom trip, I'm like, oh my God, I need to go in. Like 1 million percent. I know exactly like, not exactly, but I, I know what I need to do. Like- we need to go in. So in we went. <laughs> yeah. And I was actually really like the reason Brie said that in the beginning or that like I like asked in the beginning because like I was like, God, I need this so bad. And if Brie won't come with me, like I don't know if it's going to happen. You know, like the circumstances just weren't perfect for it to happen. And with mushrooms, you have to trust. Like if you are planning something, this has happened to me before and then it doesn't follow through or like it doesn't happen. It's for a reason. Right. So mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, like, I hope she's going to be ready when she gets back from Morocco. I hope she's still going to be down because, I mean, after a retreat, you know, you're pretty tired, but you were down. We booked the Airbnb and we went to Joshua Tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we were off. And you know me, I'm literally always down. I, you I are always down. Rally. Bree is like always down for a trip. Like, if I want to go on vacation, if I want to go on a trip, if I want to go on a retreat, like, I call Bree because she's always down. <laughs> Yeah, there's always medicine in the movement when you just go experience new things and new cultures, explore your mind and new people, new things. It's like, that's your life purpose, isn't it? <laughs> well, you're a Sag so. or Gemini and Sag, right? Sag rising. Well, both of our Jupiters are in Sagittarius, Kristen. So oh, okay. for astrology people that don't know or whatever, your Jupiter sign is where you will attract wealth, abundance, just like expansion. And Sagittarius is the archetype of like the teacher, the explorer, um, higher wisdom and like traveling to other countries and, you know, Buddha or like, you know, that was Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> just like philosophy and, and higher wisdom. So the seeker, when we attract our most abundance, Kristen and me, is when we embody going and experiencing new things and going and searching for meaning and truth. So the travel is literally our life purpose and it's going to yeah. bring us more abundance. And didn't it? Doesn't it? It did. It did. Something about me, guys, the reason I love having Brianna as a best friend is because she memorizes my entire chart <laughs> and she tells yeah. me anything I want to know about myself. <laughs> so just attract to Brianna and you're golden. <laughs> yeah. Pretty so, rare. So <laughs> I, honestly, it's pretty rare. So I don't know how you're going to do that, but good luck. <laughs> anyway. Good luck. And if you find her, let me know because I would love another me. It <laughs> yeah. would be crazy. Okay. I know. I know. Sorry, I can't do so that. So go to Joshua you. Tree. Love you. It's okay. We go to Joshua Tree and we have the most profound experience. Do we want to get into it or like? I think it's just important to like, it felt like someone had planned the weekend for us, but like we were doing it as we went. Like everything we did was so fucking sacred. Like I honestly don't even know how we created that experience for ourselves. Like after having the experience that we had the second one in Joshua Tree, our retreat, like the first experience was so special because we went shopping at the grocery store together. And then we got to the house. We would, we staged the whole house. We lightly which is the whole house. We, you know, just like everything, we pulled a card for the weekend. This is really important for later in the story. But every part of the Joshua Tree trip, our solo Joshua Tree trip, it was probably hands down, I don't say this lightly, like it was one of the best weekends of my life. (laughs) It felt like it was perfect. Like Mm -hmm. everything felt perfect down to the food we made, to having our animals there, to the synchronicities that would happen, like watching shooting stars in the middle of the night, like on the hammocks, like everything was literally perfect. The cold plunging in the morning, sitting in the sun and doing Joe Dispenza meditations. Like we just created basically a weekend that (laughs) our favorite weekend that we could ever think of. We had no idea. Like we were just kind of going by with, okay, what do we feel like doing? Like, let's feel it out. And everything was like ceremonial. It was like, it felt like everything was a ceremony, Mm -hmm. but we were also just like floating, like 
if you know me and Kristen, I don't know, but we're like two of the same people. Like we like to do exactly the same thing as each other, but not. So like my perfect day, it looks basically the same thing as Kristen's perfect day. So we just do what we want to do together. And it's the coolest thing in the world. So as we were going through this whole weekend in Joshua Tree, we were just, our higher selves were like guiding the way. We're like, do you want to do this or this? This. You want to do this or this? And we would just have the most perfect, sacred, fun, like whether we're working out, we're going the cold plunge, or we're going in the jacuzzi, or we're doing meditations. Like it was just so perfect. We're like reading cards, we're journaling, we're like tapping in. We cook together, which is... And neither unlike- of us cook like alone we only cook together (laughs) I know (laughs) we finished out this weekend like the ceremony of the whole weekend in Joshua Tree and Kristen looks at me she's like Brie I think that we just did this so we can take women through this experience (laughs) and it was like a channeled fucking message like Mm -hmm. guys if you know me I am not passionate about a lot of things like I'm passionate. The things I'm passionate about, like I'm very passionate about, but other things I just like, I could go either way. I'm just like, yeah, like whatever. And I would have never thought in a million years, like I would be hosting a plant medicine experience at Joshua Tree. Like there was literally zero part of me that even had the desire before that trip, like zero part of me that even had that desire. So it was very weird when I said that. <laughs> yeah. And so when Kristen said that, I like looked over And all these little light bulbs of magical things started to come up into my body. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Because although Kristen had no plans and no desire to do this, this has been something I've wanted to do for literally four or five years. Like I've known since like 2019 that like I want to bring people through journeys like this and really facilitate the transformation. Just like I've known that. But personally, I haven't had the right, the right sauce of the experience just hadn't dropped in yet. And so when Kristen said this to me, it was like fucking Christmas, okay? I was like, Santa came early. Christmas is in two months, but this is as good as it's ever going to get. So thanks, Chris Kringle. Oh my gosh, Chris Kringle. (laughs) Kristen, okay. Yeah, it was honestly really surprising to me. And honestly, guys, when you're like tapped into your spirit guides and source and after this mushroom ceremony, I mean, the experience I have with mushrooms is I go, this is going to sound weird. I go straight to source. I can hear source when I'm in it. It's really honestly scary to say that when I'm completely sober, but it that's what happens to me. And so when you finish a mushroom trip, you're still super tapped in for like a week after. I mean, you know, hopefully longer, but you're really like on that high of life. And it was like this feeling that I couldn't exactly deny. It was this feeling that honestly, I was like scared shitless. And I was like, I don't know. I just, I don't think that this experience was for us. Like literally when I left Joshua Tree, I heard in my head, this wasn't for you. It was for you and it wasn't for you. You know what I mean? Like it was, it it just, it it was so much deeper than I feel I knew it was going to be. We get Mm -hmm. home and- I kind of, I personally tried to push it down because I was like, I'm too busy. We're we're going to Costa Rica. We don't even have like, like when, you know what I mean? It just, there's all these things that your ego wants to tell you. It can't happen. It's too soon. When would you do it? Who are you to do that? There's people that are way more qualified personally. That's what I was going through because, you know, I have, mm-hmm. I, I just, I felt a little bit imposter syndrome. I haven't, you know, hosted something like this ever. I get home and I try to quiet it. But things just wouldn't go away. They just wouldn't be quiet. And like, I remember, I don't even think I ever told you this, but like I would get like an email from Airbnb that was like, you know, we just stayed in in Joshua Tree. Like, look at these homes in Joshua Tree. And I would just get all of these little signs. And I'm like, why isn't this like quieting down? And so I remember probably like a week after we got back, I reached out to you again. And I was like, hey, we need to either do it or not. Are you down? I remember I was sitting at my desk. It was late at night. And I was like, I'm just going to make a story. Like, I'm just going to make a story and see what fucking happens. And at this point, we had no no house booked. We had nothing planned. We basically just knew that we wanted to do an experience like we had, but that was it. We had the main things that we wanted to do. Stargazing, cold plunging, mushroom ceremony. Meditation. <laughs> meditation. Connection. Vibes. On my end, I was like, okay, Brie, well, I'm just going to go ahead and take the reins with this. This is my Aries. Like when I'm, my Aries is Ariesing. Sometimes I'll just say, sorry, Brie, my Aries is Ariesing. Like I have to do things right fucking then, or I won't do them. I have to just take action. So I create a story. It's literally like on the create mode on Instagram. It's the black screen. And I just said, Joshua Tree Retreat. This is what you can expect. This is the vibe. DM me if you want it. And I got <laughs> so many responses. 
<laughs> and I was not expecting it. And at this point, I'm like, oh, wait, Brie, a lot of people want this. I guess we are doing it. <laughs> it was like the most um, insane amount of interest. We were like, okay, if this isn't a sign that we're meant to be doing this, I don't know what is. Oh, and then we posted a reel that went just like absolutely fucking viral. Viral. <laughs> we were like, oh, my God, we don't even have like enough spots. Like there are so many people that want to come on this retreat. Like we are... I, we're, we're actually going to do this. And then a few times, like it was one of us would get feelings. in our head. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, okay, wait, head. what are we doing? Are we able to do this? Can we, can we do this? Like I personally have held space at ceremonies like this before, but not been like the most experienced one there. One of us at, at different times would get in our heads a little bit. And we were just like, no, like we're meant to be doing this. I mean, that's, that's what I, I'm like, Chris, and we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. We can't half-ass it. We can't just like bitch out <laughs> but like we have to like we have to do this because it's deep in our souls there's no part of this is like ego the ego is telling us not to the ego is scared as fuck when what's going on inside of you is so like against what your ego wants that's like doubled time when you're supposed to listen yeah. that's when it's like the algorithm of source consciousness is like let's see if she's really ready let's see if she's really ready to expand into the version of herself that she knows she is, but maybe she's been a little scared. I gave her this little window of opportunity and let's see, let's see if she's going to, she's going to make it. She's going to do it. If not, it's okay. We'll just bring her back down and she'll get an opportunity again. And it's just time. Right. But we were like, no, we, we are doing this. Yeah. It, it was really good to have each other through that process. Cause I think one of us mm -hmm. was always just like, oh my God, this is a lot. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot. It, it honestly was like, it was a lot of calls with the girls. We had to have the right, the right group there, which meant really sorting and sifting and making sure that everyone that was coming on the experience was ready. Mm -hmm. Then we went to the enrollment phase and there were a lot of moments when again, doubt was arising for us, like behind mm -hmm. the scenes guys, even, even with, you know, big audiences and, and businesses, there's times where things are seemingly quote unquote, not working out when it looks like it's not working. And so we would have like three girls in and then like one person would drop out and then we would, you know, fill up to five again. And then like one person would drop out. Like there was just weird synchron, not synchronicities, but actually also synchronicities that mm -hmm. were happening with the enrollment where it was just like priming the right group to be there. We finally filled the retreat. And I remember right before we filled the last spot, I was having like a kind of a hard day. I was just like, why is this taking so long? Are we supposed to be doing this? The good thing about me and Brie is we have actually like opposite trauma responses. I'm anxious, which makes me like a little bit of a people pleaser when conflict arises. I would say Brie is more avoidant and she's more of like a fighter when conflict arises. So we have like the exact opposite trauma response, which is really good when we're working together. Sometimes in business, what will happen is your attachment style will actually start running the show. And so I like to think of attachment styles as, as what you think when there's a little bit of ambiguity, right? So when there's a little bit of ambiguity, who's going to come on the retreat? I'm anxious. I'm like, oh my God, it's not working out. They don't like me. Like I'm doing everything wrong. And Brie has more of like a grounded approach. She's like, that's not true. I'm, it, it just, it just hasn't worked out yet. So right before this call where we're filling the last spot, me and Brianna are having a conversation and I'm having a little bit of my like anxious attachment style to my business coming out. I'm like, it's not working. What the heck? Like, why haven't we found the right people? And Brie is like, Kristen, this is a very unique experience. We need to wait for the right person to drop in and the right person has not dropped in. So you need to trust stop freaking out. Let's just wait for the right person. So basically that was kind of like the conversation we had right before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we get on a call and it is supposed to have three or four people on it. I think four and only one person shows up, which took honestly, like that doesn't really happen to me too often in my normal coaching business. Like people don't book calls and not come. So I just thought that was really weird. And then we get on the phone with one of our retreat attendees, Madeline. <laughs> you can talk no <laughs> yeah and it was so funny in a way because we got on the call with madeline and like but she was like only only one person's here you know and i'm like it's okay it's all good we're it's all good it's always all good and when it's not good it's because you don't know why yet you know mm -hmm. and so we get on this call and normally the structure of the calls is like a few minutes for this person a couple of minutes for this person so it's like it's like clockwork you know heart-centered but it's a structure what the beautiful thing was that we got 
had to do with just having one girl on the call. We just had Madeline. One, she was like so aligned. Immediately, I'm like, okay, yeah, for sure. We just talked to her. We, we like went through a bunch of things and then we were just chatting for like at least the whole time. If not, like it literally went over. So when normally people would just be four times less of that amount of time they would get to talk, we shared and, and had back and forth for literally over half an hour. That's when we were like, okay, I feel like that's our girl. Like that is why we've had to do all these calls. That is why a couple of girls had to, weird things started to come up and then they couldn't make it. It's like literally that that one soul would not have been here and contributed her unique magical frequency to the group had the other people stayed in. And like, of course, that would have been magical if they all had stayed in it themselves as well. That's that's what that would have been, right? But every single person, this is kind of a side note, but I just wanted to share it. Every single person when it comes to retreat space brings their own unique energy. And you could have people that are very similar, very different, different walks of life, but everyone brings their own own magic to the space. And like, that's what I love so much about retreats is because you kind of start to see how everything is just a symphony. I've been using that term lately as like, it's, it's a symphony of like dynamics and where, and sharing vulnerabilities and then being, bringing somebody up because you've been where they were and vice versa. And without that exact blend of energies, the experience would be completely different. Yeah. Like it so would true. not be what it needed to be. And I think that is so cool. Go ahead. No, they're so perfect. And I even remember, I mean, this is like also just a side note about our retreat. When we were like doing the rooms, we were like, are these two people going to get along? And like, you know, Mm -hmm. is this going to, are they going to vibe or is this going to be a good fit? And sometimes like, it's not really in our hands. Like they are, they just sign up for the rooms that they sign up for. And like, that's, that's kind of that. But then afterward, now that we've gone through the retreat and looking back at all, like even just the room assignments, it's like, it was so divine and our egos Mm -hmm. get in the way. And they're like, is Mm -hmm. it perfect? Could Mm -hmm. I make it more perfect if I tried to control all these circumstances? But like, no source knows what it's doing. When humans can't trust because their ego is so used to controlling all aspects to go the way that they think that they should go, it just stops all the magic. Mm -hmm. And when we can let go and let, like, honestly, I hate this quote, but like, let go and let God, what you'll see is that the unknown is always so much better than anything that you could have predicted with your egoic mind. And I think that we really got to experience that, like the true magic of that on our retreat just now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We really did. And something that came up when you said that was like, getting out of your own way is the best thing that you Mm -hmm. can do when it comes to matters of the soul. Just get out of your own way. Source knows, like literally it is perfectly put together. If you just please step aside, darling, like please allow source to flow through you instead of blocking it. Like what's, what's that about? It's okay. And it's funny too. Like you'll, you may have periods where you're like, I don't know, like, uh, your ego kind of wants to get in the way. And like, that's okay. That's part of being human. That literally like, that's okay. All right. And then when are you going to let it go? When are you going to get out of the way? What's most important is like, if you get into the space where you are in your own way a bit, because like, okay, let's be honest. Sometimes we are humans. It's normal for that to happen sometimes, especially when you're not used to doing that. Like give yourself grace and then decide it's just a decision that this isn't about me. And I'm just going to let go and let God. Right. Yeah. And it will unfold even more amazing and even more magically than like you could have even dreamt up. And it's also crazy because like, I feel like our higher selves perfectly planned this whole thing. Like we were, I was like not even conscious, like, or lucid doing this. Like we were like, damn, we did a good job. (laughs) Like who did that? You know? Literally who? Cause it wasn't me, (laughs) (laughs) but it was (laughs) literally because we let go and let God and allowed source consciousness to use us as conduits, as vessels with our own unique personalities, right? Kristen is still type A and I am still not wearing an Apple watch. Okay. I would say like B plus, like I'm type B plus now. No, I know. Yeah. No, yeah, you are. But I also don't even like to call myself type B because that just doesn't feel superior. Like it just feels she's low. like, I'm a queen. I'm not type B. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't fit in any of the classes. 
I don't subscribe to that that type of vibe. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you that. I was just. It's fine. I mean, I'm I like I've done my shadow work, so I'm not triggered. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not triggered. You know, I'm not triggered. I'm not literally not triggered. triggered. But like, let's talk later. <laughs> yeah. Um. Text me on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <A> little. <laughs> No, I'm I'm actually not triggered because I know I know I'm a Virgo moon. I mean, like I, I like structure. Everyone knows that I like structure. If you've literally coached with me in any capacity, you know, I like structure and it's honestly my gift. And sometimes it can be getting in the way a little bit, but I've gotten a lot better. And I'm like so proud of how far I've come like in just one year. So mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, you have come really far. No, and I actually love that about you because it's like, well, I guess whatever. Well, girl, somebody needs to have structure in this no, I know. That's friendship literally container. What I, <laughs> so, that's what I was someone's got to do it. You know, I'm like it's learning. It's not going to be Brie. <laughs> and it's not going to be me. But you know what? I have been really appreciating my schedule lately. Mm-hmm. It's been more structured, but it's been so useful. Yeah, girl. I know. What a concept. Okay. I know. All right. All right. So wow. finding like a balance in between. Well, okay, but hear me out. The thing is, I love to be so present that it's like, if it takes longer, who fucking cares? We need to be, we need to make sure we're in it and not checking the clock. But like, I also understand why it's important to look at the clock as long as you have a good amount of wiggle room. Do you know what I'm saying? You just need some <laughs> wiggle room because that's the thing. I don't like the rigidity. I think the structure is nice because it actually helps you be more free. But the moment it gets into rigidity, I'm just like, absolutely not. No, no, no. Structure with flow. That's what we're aiming for. Structure with flow. Exactly. And I think that's why it works for us because it's like, I tend to, to swing to the pendulum of like way too much flow and your natural instinct would be to be a little bit more on the rigid side. And so we might trigger each other a little bit, but like mm-hmm. it brings us into balance because I bring in, I bring more flow to the structure and then you bring in the structure and like it creates this lovely container. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. No, it, it honestly is like a match made in, in, in source heaven because <laughs> yeah. it's like it, truly even on the retreat, it would be like, you know, Brie would just be like, let's just flow. And I'm like, Brie, it's like 1 p.m. We haven't eaten yet. Like like breakfast like you know and so I'm like we should eat breakfast because people don't get fed unless we feed them like, oh, okay probably okay I'm down all right you're like okay fine fine like, okay we'll talk about it later but like they need to eat it's one everyone's having uh, a great time they are they hungry you should ask them and I'm like yeah three people came yeah, up to me and told me that they were hungry and you're like when and I'm like literally okay. three minutes ago where were we bringing people together oh yeah everything's perfect that. letting go and letting god perfect. yeah everything is so perfect all of the time and when it doesn't feel like it's perfect it's because you don't know why yet you don't yeah. get it yet and like that's in the moments that you grow when you don't know that it's perfect or not is when you mm-hmm. can be like you know what this you have to trust sucks like a bag of chips if there was a bag of chips with like water in it you know be gross soggy not it but I have no idea. I have nowhere to go with this uh, analogy, but you put those chips out in the sun and they dry up (laughs) all of a sudden it tastes better than before. I don't know. It wasn't your Um, best work, but it was still good. No, still a good one. Usually they're way better than that. Yeah. It's okay. So I might have to redeem myself source. Please give me something good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but it was, it was perfect. And so, okay, let's like get to the retreat now. I am quickly interrupting this episode to remind you guys that if you're a listener, which clearly you are, I have created a free meditation for all of you. This meditation was built out of my rock bottom when I needed to trust the universe and release a lot of anxiety I was feeling and I didn't know how. So I learned how to trust the universe and I'm going to teach you how in this meditation. It's really practicing this feeling of being held and supported and remembering that you actually are held and supported by the universe in every single moment. All you have to do to get this meditation is to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, and then go ahead and head over to my podcast Instagram at Alignment Academy Podcast, give it a follow, and then message me on there with a screenshot of your rating or review, whatever platform you're listening on, and I will send you the meditation. Okay, now back to the episode. Now we're on the retreat with the, you know, it's not that far away. So like these girls signed up in like December and we're like, it's in February, first week, (laughs) you know? So it's literally like a month and a half away. So go you if you signed up for that. Cause like that was quick turnaround, but everyone came and basically we didn't even like consciously do this, but we 
basically ran them through the exact weekend that we had. There were some parts that were like, we were like, oh, like this is the same. But I think that even as we got there, we were like, wait, we should do this and we should do that. And then it all had like almost just been very similar to our experience. Mm -hmm. I don't even know like where to start with the whole experience because you probably saw us post about it online, but it was truly the most magical weekend. One of the most magical weekends of my entire life. Like it was... Mm -hmm. For me personally, as a facilitator, it was a, a different kind of ceremony for my soul. It wasn't like I was doing a heroic dose of mushrooms. In a lot of ways, it was even deeper because I'm completely lucid and this is like just life. Like like life, it's not a mushroom trip. Like it's, it is a mushroom trip, but it's like, I'm not in a mushroom trip, but I am in one. I, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It was, I don't even know where, where to start to how to describe it. How do you describe something that's indescribable? I don't know. I want to just share, I think it would be cool to share with you guys, you know, a little bit about what it was like for us as facilitators mm -hmm. hosting the mushroom experience. And I think something that we can cover, Brie, is like personally, the all the experiences I had had with mushrooms prior to that were the most perfect experiences for me to be able to hold anything. And I'm just going to preface this with, I do think that now looking back at my own experiences with mushrooms, they've been a little rougher than I think the typical experiences. It just the range of things that I've ex that I've seen and and that happened in my trips just feels like it's a wide range. I don't know from your point of view. What do you think, Brie? Yeah, no, girl. I feel like you've experienced so many different, um, really like extreme experiences. I would say. I think a lot of th of it too is because like you've done so much inner child work. Sorry, I just want to say this really quick. Yeah, it, you've done so much inner child work prior to doing psychedelics. Any psychedelics. And so instead of doing a lot of inner child healing, you went straight to like the kind of crazy stuff that is like straight to source, healing really deep wounds, but like maybe not like all childhood stuff. It wasn't like one thing after the next, after the next. It was like extreme swinging experience over here, extreme experience, blasting off straight into God, you know thinking that you're stuck or like, you know, really wild and things that, that like are really good to go through because if you can hold that energy, then you yeah. can kind of like get through anything. And you know that like, if you're hosting this and something like that happens to somebody else, you're like, girly, I got you. I went I through you. that, like literally went through it. So trust that like we can bring you back home. So yes, back to you. No, no, no. I think that's a perfect way to describe it. I think I've been in the lowest of the lows with like dealing with trauma because I did a mushroom experience through my breakup. And then I've also like been fine and like literally get blasted straight to God. And I don't know how to say it other than I get blasted straight to God as soon as I go in. Guys, I was like sitting around with a whole bunch of people who have done mushrooms. And I'm like, so do you, have you guys ever been in like the computer that's like source consciousness? And everyone's like, Kristen, what? And I'm like, wait, not everyone has. Long story short, I feel like Source has given me a very unique path to this stuff. And I've seen it all in the way that I think I could actually hold literally anyone through a mushroom experience because I've had so many unique experiences, not to say that there's so many different more things that I will need to experience in the future, but I think I've had a wide array as of, as you have since you've been doing this uh, since you were like 17 years old or 20 or whatever. Just to wrap this piece up is like having really amazing experiences is great. And we love that. Um, I've had a lot of just really beautiful experiences and like the path of like the healer, the mystic, the insert like healer type of archetype is they go through it and they have to have the really hard times mm -hmm. to get through the good ones. And like, maybe this is for somebody listening to this. Maybe like you're going through just something in general in your life right now that's like hard. And you're like, why the fuck is this happening? This is so like, not it. Maybe you're supposed to support other people when you get onto the other side with this unique thing. And maybe in a year from now, it'll really make sense. And you'll be like, oh my God, this person came to me and I am so uniquely like developed to help them. Mm -hmm. And I know I got them. But until then, you're going to have to just suspend the disbelief that it ain't working exactly, and let go and let God into no. the mushroom trip.
oh. into the mushroom trip. No, I, I agree. I think that there's probably a lot of people that are listening that are actually going through a really hard time. And I use this analogy in um, one of my group programs. And like, if you feel like you're just in the pressure cooker where it's like one thing after the other, after the other, after the other, a lot of times what Source is trying to do is they're trying to really um, refine your vibration to hold more so that, that you're actually able to hold other people through it. And that's what the experience of my life has been for the last year. I mean, last year I went through actually every rock bottom that you could have gone through other than death. Like I lost friends, family, relationship, my house. I I didn't have anywhere, like everything. And now guess what all my clients are? They're going through breakups. They're going through rock bottoms. They're, you know, going through crazy shit. And I'm just like, girl, I got you. I literally can fucking relate like at the deepest level. And I know how to get you through this. So you know, get in the car, let's go. So just side note, I feel like that was really important to share that mm -hmm. whatever you're going through, your pain for healers really does turn into your purpose and your mm -hmm. greatest gift. Mm -hmm. So we go into the mushroom trip and Brie is like, Kristen, we're just going to know what to do. And I'm like, okay, like whatever the fuck that means. And she's just like, it's just going to be a beautiful symphony. It's going to be a dance between us. She's like, people might be crying. People might be this. And I'm like, yeah, like I, I know I've been, you know, I can imagine because sometimes in my own trips, like I'm crying and then I'm laughing and then I'm screaming. And then like, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. So she's like, it's going to be a symphony, like just trust. And I'm like, okay. I'm like feeling pretty good about it. Cause I'm not like overthinking it. I'm like, whatever happens, like I can talk someone through it. I'm really good at talking, you know? So I'm like, I can talk mm. someone through it. I love that you're just down. Like it literally, the, uh, our dynamics are so perfect because I'm like, I trust. I just feel like I need that support. And then like with me trusting, you can be the support. And then it's like, we both support trust anyways. So, so then we get into the mushroom ceremony, um, the plant medicine ceremony. And it was exactly that. It was a beautiful symphony. And I'm kind of like in my, I'm not even going to say it, say it <laughs> just in my era of my Moroccan, you know, medicine, woman, intergalactic support sister channeling from different realms. We're in this ceremony and it's just flowing nicely um, so far. And all of a sudden, so I'm kind of like going between girls and we'll leave some magic, obviously, like you no words will ever be able to explain what we experienced and, and what happened. So we're just going to do our best. But I'm walking around, looking over, um, supporting people. And Kristen's like right in the front where the altar is. I'm and I go on the and altar. I, yeah. I don't know why I felt called to sit there. I'm like, okay, Kristen, we love this for you. So she's sitting there and I look over and she's doing all of these things with her hands. For those of you that don't know, well, should listen to my podcast on light language. So I'm I'm seeing she's doing these things with light called light language with her hands, light codes. Yeah. And Kristen, you start go. Let's just back up a, a hot second, guys. So my light language, which I do not talk about a lot, opened <laughs> up probably like seven or eight months ago. What do you think, Brie? Like eight months ago, maybe? Probably wasn't it like we were in OC? Yeah, we were in OC. Yeah. So like June. Yeah. Seven months ago. -ish. Seven months ago. So like my light language has opened up a long time ago and I use light language on myself. I use my language on my very close clients. But the way that I work as a teacher is I don't really share things that I haven't mastered yet. And so for me, it didn't feel completely authentic to start sharing my light language because I was like, I just want to use this for me. I want to master it. I had been using it a lot. Like I used it to like heal from my breakup. I use it to channel. I use it to like clear my house. Like light language is basically um, quantum technology. It's the sacred, sacred geometry of sound and sacred geometry of language, which if you guys are not familiar with the quantum field, the entire universe is created from sacred geometry. So when you speak light language, you're actually manipulating the sacred geometry to reinstall the divine blueprint of source consciousness. That's what light language is. Anyway, <laughs> again, I am not like my identity online is not currently light language girly. Like I know that that's the direction my soul is going, but like I haven't really fully been comfortable stepping into my light language identity yet. And I think this is the beautiful thing about even me teaching so much identity work is when you teach something, source makes you master it. And 
my business has been a constant death and rebirth where like, I think I know who I am. I think I know what I'm teaching. And then it's like, nope, you actually need to take this to another level. You actually need to be seen even more. You actually need to be seen anymore. So behind the scenes, I knew this was coming. Truthfully, I didn't know it was going to be this soon. I thought it was going to be in a couple of years. I would have to maybe share all, all of this, but you know, this podcast is a great start, I guess. What was happening to me is I'm sitting on the altar and you guys know, I love Joe Dispenza. I started having like a lot of, I don't know, like Kundalini type energetic awakenings through Joe Dispenza. Like I actually had my first one years ago. Like I remember doing a Joe Dispenza meditation in my mom's house and like my, my body is like crazy, crazy swinging. So I know what source consciousness like feels like in my body. We get into the ceremony and me and Brie only took a very small dose, like very, very small. For those of you guys that are familiar with dosage, it's like just a little bit more than a microdose. So Point five, And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like starting to meditate with everyone to the music and I'm starting to swing, but I'm like starting to like really swing. Like I can feel, I feel like I'm like deep in a Joe Dispenza meditation, but I'm not. And all of a sudden I feel this rush of energy come through me and then start going into my right arm. And I... I used to do light language with my hands a lot recently, like before the this whole thing happened, it was mostly my words. My light language just was flowing from my hand and I literally could not stop it if I, if I tried. It was like this divine energy. I don't even know how to describe it to someone who hasn't experienced it. It was so powerful that like you couldn't even stop if you tried, but yes, but it feels like literal love. So yes. you know that it is from the light. It reminded me of the time when my light language channel opened up for the first time. And it was actually the very first mushroom ceremony that I was co-facilitating <laughs> my light language, the same thing, but it was spoken word and my hands were doing some things, different stuff than Kristen's. But so Kristen looks over at me and she's like, I can't stop. I'm and like, what the fuck is going on, Brie? And I'm like, it's your graduation. <laughs> Welcome. She's like, oh my gosh, like, I literally can't stop. This is amazing. This is crazy. And I'm like, loving this for Kristen. Like, get it. It and goes the on, though. was like very quantum, too. Like, it wasn't just like beautiful little like, and like, okay, so there's different frequencies of light language there's like there's angelic light language there's Lyran light language there's arcturian like what light language i mean we don't have to get into all the types of light language but basically this was like high fucking tech light language it was yeah. very fast it was very quick i couldn't make it up if i tried that's what i'm trying to say yeah and if you want more info i'd say it again but like there's i have a whole episode on my podcast yeah go listen to that's it like omg like light language 101 so yes a lot of your questions will just be answered if you listen to that so we don't yeah. have to like dive all the way in, in. but yeah kristen you did that for two and a half hours. I didn't know how long it was you because I, it was I, two hours. Truly, when you said that, I was like, I didn't do it for two hours. But then I was like, wait, that was two hours because when I was doing it, I had zero thoughts. It was literally like I was just, it was probably the most present I've ever been in my entire life. I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. Like I had no thoughts. I had not one thought about my life. I had not one thought about anything other outside of the ceremony. I was like purely present for two hours and it made it go so quick. Basically what Source was telling me in, in the trip was I was basically recoding the entire room to create like a beautiful container of light. I was like creating a grid of Source consciousness in the room. The reason I know that this is what was happening is because of how gentle the medicine was for everyone. <laughs> Truly, halfway through the trip, I was like, Brie, is something wrong? Because girlies, I have never had a, a trip that looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're always losing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm always losing it. I had an initiation. This is actually what I want to recap. This is how I want to end my personal recap on it. The thing that you're scared to do, this is going to become a teaching moment for anyone listening. The thing that you're scared to do, the thing that you're scared to facilitate, the imposter syndrome that you're feeling, when you do that, the initiation you're going to give others is also going to initiate you. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we think, I'm not capable of doing this, but you become capable by just doing it. My path is so clear now, but it would have never been clear if I waited for the clarity to come. I had to just do the experience and see how capable I was and see see the magic that came out of it to have the amount of clarity I have now. So I'm going to just end my recap with some crazy shit happened. I don't ever know if I'll be able to fully describe it if you weren't there, but my channel opened up in a new way that is honestly 
like, I'm going to be completely frank, like a little scary for me. Like now I'm under mentorship with my own mentors to like, help me understand and how to use this better. But if you see my content changing a little bit, if you see the direction that I'm going changing, it's because this experience changed me on a cellular level. And now I'm very more in touch with like what I'm here to do and Mm -hmm. things are shifting for me. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm so excited for you, Kristen, because it's like, you know, once you get like through the initiation of like, I'm literally channeling not English, totally hieroglyphics, um, <laughs> like <laughs> for the entire world, everyone I've ever met, everyone I will never meet. And this is part of my divine work on the world. Once you swallow that pill and it's okay, it takes a little, it's like a horse pill. So it takes a minute to swallow, but it's going to take a minute. I feel like once you get through that, like, I don't know, you're just going to know. And it's going to be even more like, you're just going to be even more crazy, amazing at what you do, which is like almost impossible. Like, it's like so crazy, Kristen, you're so powerful. And like, just this new era, I know you've been kind of like kicking and screaming a little bit, like, <laughs> just like, but quietly to, to not expand into like what, you know, like is the real next level. And so this kind of like forced you and it gets to be your way. It gets to be the most Kristen ever mm-hmm. as you expand into like, cause, cause you know what that is, you know, I'm all about like authenticity. It's like, literally you're just expanding into like the most Kristen, like this isn't like not Kristen. This is the most. And so it's like, again, anyone we've who, never met her before. So we haven't met it her. Feels scary. Exactly. Like when you're embodying a new version of yourself that you've never been before, like give yourself grace because like, although it is you, you have never been this version of you. So like, you don't know how she walks, how she talks, how she acts, how she thinks. Like you're like, like feel like you're like a little Bambi, like stumbling around trying to figure it out and like allow the space and the time to calibrate to like your new reality. And like the more grace you can give yourself while you're in the middle, the better, because Mm -hmm. then you just have like a real embodied experience and you didn't like waste your energy and your imagination on like stress or worry or thinking you should be a different way or whatever. So back to, um, the ceremony once Kristen her arms super tired I think we ended up doing a little switch skis little do we know all of a sudden whatever started going through her arm my arm starts going and is starting to do the same thing and literally in that moment I couldn't all stop laughing because I realized just how strong and powerful this energy was like I like again I literally could not stop if I tried and I'm just like looking over at Kristen like this is what you were fucking doing the last two hours I can't believe this like I don't even know if we've ever talked about this but I was just like non-stop couldn't stop and like oh my gosh this is so funny that I can't believe Kristen experienced this just now like her mind is going to be blown like my mind is blown right now and for Kristen to anyways it was just something else and so then they were kind of explaining to me like recoding the room to be lighter and it's like we were like recoding it to be like in a different dimensional space than it needed to be because like earth is so dense and there's just so much there. And like, they were showing me that like we could recode the room so that it's like existing in like a different quantum field. And I don't know if I'm losing people there, but like, it's like when you're existing at a higher frequency already, the quantum field is a different quantum field because there are not as many darker potentials, if you will. Like on earth, the quantum field has all of the darker options as available realities that you could tap into. But if you're tapping into a quantum field that doesn't have that as an option, like the whole experience is going to be lighter, but you're still going to get what you need. So it was like pretty insane. Sorry if we lost you guys. I mean, just take what you need, basically. If there's questions, (laughs) reach out to us. Like we will do a follow up. I mean, I'm down because what I realized from this ceremony, I'll recap. I'll just finish up mine was what I personally realized from this ceremony and this retreat was like, honestly, this is like why I'm fucking here. Yeah. And I feel like I've known that. And I've been like taking all the steps, all the light language stuff, all of the mentorship, all of the quantum types of healings, all of the initiations around the world that I've undergone, whether it's in Morocco or Costa Rica or Costa Rica again, or, you know, all over the place doing different kinds of initiations all led me personally to that point. I knew that like I had done this so many times so many times in other lifetimes and other dimensions and other spaces. And we were just picking up right where we left off. And like, that goes not just for me, but like for both of us even together. Oh, we t- we've done that. I literally have chills right now, like on my yeah. arm, because like we've oh. done that together, like so many times in different lifetimes. Mm-hmm. The amount of ease that retreat felt for me, like I, I didn't feel like the actual facilitation for me 
was personally stretching me in any, it, it felt like I had done that a million times before. Mm -hmm. It felt like the most natural thing in the world, actually, personally. Yeah. I'm excited to do another retreat. <laughs> I know, girl. I know. So come to Costa Rica. Whoever is listening, we are hosting another retreat in Costa Rica, May 17th through 24th for cosmic entrepreneurs who are ready to blast their light into the world, show up confidently, heal, and meet their soul fam. Just DM one of us, Costa or Cosmic, and we'll give you the information. It's application or invite only. So this is going to be, you know, very tapped in entrepreneurs who are ready to expand their light. Yeah, it was just really clear that like that entire experience from the time that we went to Joshua Tree to the to the, to the end of Joshua Tree, <laughs> it was just too divine to be from us. And that's actually how you know when you're tapped into flow of source energy. That's how you know you are actually creating from the field of the quantum field. And I was telling Bree this the other day. We were just, our texts are so fucking insane. But like, I was just like, hey, so I'm realizing that the way that you know that things are coming from source or like the quantum field is because they feel random, right? Like they feel like they just dropped in from nowhere versus like if something is super predictable, then it's just like you created it from matter to matter, which is not wrong. You can create anything from matter to matter, but it just takes longer, right? So I always do the things that feel super fucking random. Like if you get invited to a random retreat or Joshua Tree kind of felt random, like when things feel freaking random, it's because it's dropping in from something bigger because you cannot predict the magic that source has for you so mm -hmm. the whole Preach. thing just experience even felt just out of this world amazing yeah. but it was an initiation for both of us and i know that our entire paths as long as well as the girls paths are completely altered like the timeline we're on is it, it can never be the same timeline that from before joshua tree and like all the girls, like seeing them having all these synchronicities, seeing them making all of their new Instagrams and showing up like so authentically and so in their power and so in their light and just like stepping forward, like in their new version of self because they went into their own shit in yeah. the at the retreat and like came out on the other side. And then we got an action plan for them. And then they went on their way away. Like, and they're all friends now. Like it's literally like the coolest fucking thing ever. It's I mean, so I'm friends cool. with them now. Like, we're all Same. friends. <laughs> we're all friends now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you come on the retreat and whether it's like you're you're an attendee, but like we're all now homies. We get to be homies for literally forever. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really special. I mean, we're not going to go into what happened in obviously the girls' trips because that's that's, that's their not. story to tell. <laughs> yeah, but every single girl got exactly what they needed, and every single girl left. We like I'm the action girly, so I sat down with everyone, created an action plan for everyone, and every single person left. And like it's been I don't know like four days since the retreat now, and the the actions have been taken. I mean, I see them all. You know, a lot of them were wanting to show up online or show up in a new way, make a new Instagram, start posting, like have conversations, things that needed to be done in life. And it's actually crazy to see how much healing can get done in a mushroom ceremony. Like we healed, I always say this, but like you can heal 10 years of trauma in six hours if you decide mm -hmm. to go in. Kristen, I just realized that like I help with understanding and then you help with action. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was like, even like the astrology, the human design, that's like the understanding of like, okay, what's really going on here? And then you're like, okay, now what are we going to do about it? You know? Yeah. Cool. We're a cute little team when we get paired Anyways. up. Yeah. We're and like it was actually fun for us to do that because that was yeah. like our first like team mission. There was challenges though. I mean, we do things differently, right? Like we talked yeah. about it already, but like I'm very structured. Bree's very flow. And I'm like, let's stick to the schedule. And Bree's like, I don't like schedules. And I'm like, okay, but we need to, you know what I mean? So there were moments where we had to work through it. <laughs> I feel like we did a good job working through it though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I, yeah. I agree. I'm just, I'm just kind of being saying. Yeah. Cause it definitely wasn't all sunshine it was partly cloudy only but partly though only partly because it was like i mean if everything's too perfect i'm just like i kind of like i kind of like a little bit of friction because it breeds growth it's like that's all oh, yeah that's top. what that's what source is that's what life is right like yes that's why source break to came into reintegrate tri trillions of pieces because if everything's too perfect it's motherfucking boring boring source exactly. was like wholeness that's it that's all that's it like and then you know it was like well if there's two of you you're not whole anymore you're separated mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. now there's more experiences because now there's two and there's duality and like mm -hmm. that's actually I mean that's a that's what I'm saying that's whole a whole rabbit hole. Of, whole yeah rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah definitely one worth going down in another episode 
<laughs> I actually recorded that was like literally like my episode that I um recorded that day that we left for retreat isn't that interesting so what else yeah I think I mean I think that just like we both learned so much I mean yeah. I don't think that there's too much else to share other than we shared so much there was so that much was a lot that was, that was a was lot great it was a lot to swallow so thank you if you're listening the whole way through but thank you we yeah, love you we love you yeah so that's a little bit of the magic that happened in Joshua Tree Honestly, I think that if I learned anything from all the girls, from myself, from Source, from the action of me putting, you know, a lot of it together with you is that sometimes things are not going to make sense, but you just have to take action. And your speed of ascension is correlated to how much action you are willing to take. Mm -hmm. Ready or not, sometimes your soul screams. And I think, you know, I invite everyone to just look inward and ask themselves like, what action am I avoiding taking? And can I take it even before I feel quote unquote ready? Mm -hmm. And to go even further is like, can I take that action? And like, can I just like, maybe just like, maybe trust myself? Mm -hmm. Because we actually block magic by not trusting. And every time that you're a full force, fuck yes, trusting all of your energy, all of your intention, everything is going into the trust, into the action. You have all of your energy and all of your trust rather than having your energy being split. Half of you doesn't trust. Half of you does trust. Well, then you're only going to get 50% result. So you're better off. You are best off just fucking diving in when you feel like your soul needs to take action, taking action and just closing your eyes and jumping and fully trusting because you are going to get the best outcome that way. Promise. Yes. So where can you do that today? What is your mm -hmm. soul telling you? And then let us know what your soul is telling you to do. And then let us know when you do it. Okay, guys. Well, we'll leave you there. We maybe left you on a little bit of a cliffhanger, but you know, take what you need, leave the rest. If you want to come to Costa Rica with us, we would love to have you. DM one mm -hmm. of us, Costa, and we'll give you the details. But this was really fun. This was really fun. Well, we love you guys and we'll see you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.